I, I think firstborn, they are, want to please you and that kind of thing. But he was born an old man. He wanted to learn how to play the banjo and the mountain dulcimer and the uh, mandolin when he was in middle school with khaki breeches on. Okay, that angel from heaven. So, um, my boy um, has loved gospel bluegrass. His favorite artist is Dr. Ralph Stanley. Little Dr. Ralph Stanley's no longer with us but he lived to be in his 90s, and he was the godfather of Mountain Soul. And he came to Knoxville to the Bijou Theater, and I took my boy, he was about 15, and little Dr. Ralph, they propped him up on stage. Had a little cowboy hat propped up on his head. Almost threw my panties at him. Cause that's what you do at Tom Jones. But anyway, I was sitting there listening to Dr. Ralph t sing a song about a robin laid an egg on daddy's grave. And I thought, how many teenagers are listening to this? <laughs> what are teenagers listening to? Walk a flock of flame? I thought, wouldn't it be funny if I had to yell at my boy, turn that bluegrass down. If I hear I saw the light one more time. Oh, what a great problem to have as a Southern mother. It is, uh, it is Friday, and that is just a, a little taste of the Friday Funnies. We will be trying to send your way today to kind of lighten up your, your morning, as you're probably going to need that with the headlines we have. Welcome, Jeff Taylor. Thank morning, you for sitting in this morning. No problem. Enjoying being here with you guys again. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so, with the headlines we have, we're going to need some Friday funnies. Absolutely. There's some crazy ones. There there are some really wild things going on, at, but, of course, that has become the norm. I know. And, and you know, the fact that we say they're wild, you know, uh, and the fact that we have no control over most of it is, yeah. a, is a reason we ought to take it with, you know, a little bit of, I, I wouldn't call it salt, but, right. you know, there's control what you can control and you know let the rest of it and go. then and then try to you know maintain your sanity as you observe the other chaos going and, on around you and remember when you go to the polls this november yes exactly yeah there's that hey let's do our thought of the day for this friday people who wonder if the glass is half empty or full are missing the point the glass is refillable amen amen or yeah. even if it's got something in it it's got something in it exactly even if it's not half full yeah yeah I, I remember having this conversation with my ex one time and i was like look here's the thing you know i'm a glass half full kind of girl and and you're a glass half empty and he by his own admission said i'm a where's the glass guy <laughs> i mean because yeah, yeah. there are people who are kind of like that well there's that know. saying you know we're all in the same boat in the storm that's not the truth a lot of people are in a lot of different boats we all are in the same storm but exactly. we're in different boats very different some, boats. some of us are in dinghies and other people are in large ocean liners so, yeah and, and some mean, people have their crew more organized to, to power through that storm that's, that's true <laughs> for sure 434-248-0704 that's our text number uh we'd like for you to play along with our mind jam trivia Mr. Jeff, if you would do the sure, honors people there. People who share this physical trait are more likely to be left-handed and can generate their own vitamin D. Hmm. Ancient Greeks also thought they were more like to be likely to become a vampire. 
(laughs) What a trait. What a trait. What a trait are we talking about? Yeah, it's a physical trait. What do you think that is? 434-248-0704. All right. On this day in history, in 1959. Motown. Yeah. Founded by Barry Gordy on this day. Barry Gordy, a former boxer and factory worker, was the architect of Motown Records, which he started with an $800 loan from his father. Brimming with confidence, Barry Gordy named Motown's headquarters in Detroit, Hitsville, USA. And it was here, in a cramped recording studio, that one of the label's earliest pop hits was recorded. And then she said, by Smokey Robinson and the Miracles. Wow. Yes, what what can you do? That's that that's the the soundtrack of our lives. It, well, there's there's just so much good music that came out of uh, out of Motown. But now it wasn't called Motown initially, right? No, it was uh, Tamla. Tamla. Tamla yeah. Records is what it was called originally. But but for most of us, it will forever be known as Motown. Uh, on this day in 1966, Batman starring Adam West, Burt Ward. Cesar Romero debuts on ABC. Damn. Whap. Pow. Pow. Oh my gosh. I remember being so excited when the reruns would come on. And I didn't think it was cheesy at all. No. No, you weren't even born then, were you? I wasn't born then. Yeah, I didn't think no, so. No, but but I saw the reruns. I was pretty old by then. And it was like a big deal. Yeah, they you know? they were great. Mm-hmm. And it was it was a cartoon that was done in live action basically. Right. So it was very cutting edge for what it was at the right. time. Right. Absolutely. And people were watching it. And mm-hmm. that's one of the things that helped make push ABC up because back then it were there were only two two TV networks, NBC and CBS. ABC was the distant third. ABC was the Fox. And of course, as we all know, at some point the little guy comes up, right? And ABC did. Then it became, you know, and and then who knew that it was going to be Batman? Yeah, that did that for them. Yeah, well, not just Batman, but there were several other right. shows too. Yeah, but, but that was part of it. Part of it, absolutely. On this day in 1974, if you were turning your radio on, chances are you were hearing this man. Uh, he peaked at number one on this day in history: Steve Miller Band and the Joker. Some people call me the space cowboy, yeah. Some call me the gangster of love. Some people call me Maurice. Wow. Hmm. Memories. I know. I love Steve Miller. I still love Steve Miller. I had a cat that loved Steve Miller. Interesting. He, uh, she, every time take the money and run yeah. would play she would run through my house and would Gra- get grab, up on top of the speakers grab all your money well no she didn't do that but she did love her some steve miller that was during my transition from radio to television i had oh. already done some tv but that's primarily when i was changing man when it was getting media. really good <laughs> yeah well broadcast now, media were you was doing changing. were you doing music radio I was doing all kinds of radio. Um, it depended on, I mean, when I started out, I was doing uh, just the cut-ins of the Baltimore Oriole games. And, okay. And I went to hit the cart machine to play the ID, and it, the tape went flying everywhere, and so I had to do the ID. You had to do that, too. And the station manager called me up and said, what on earth are you doing? And I said, well, the cart messed up. And he said, 
uh, can you can you fix it? And I, said, I don't think so. And he said, well, go ahead and keep doing what you're doing. And then several weeks later in the in the fall, they called me up and said, look, the guy that does, does our letters to Santa is, can't do it. Can you do that? So I did that and I had did all kinds of voices. I did Santa Claus. <laughs> Which you're still doing. And hello, I'm Mrs. Claus. Oh, wow. So you got to have some fun. Hi, I'm Santa's little helper. Wow, so you did all of them. Hello, hey, we're off the red nose here. And how old yeah. were you? I was young. Very young. Very young. Got but it. That was all on FM. FM was not a big deal back then. Right, that's AM where you was had, where it was at. That's where you had the orchestra, music, and baseball, and football, and that Music sort of, of your life. Yes. Yeah, well, yeah, M-O-R. That's right. Mm-hmm, that's right. All right. Um, if it's your birthday today, you share it with some pretty famous folks. Uh, radio host Howard Stern is turning 70 years old today. Wow. I'm so much older. always starts out. <laughs> Notice I call him in every interview, Mr. Trump. Now, this is before he was president, Mr. Trump. That's intentional. Oh, absolutely. Someone had asked me, said, why do you call him Mr. Trump? I said, because it loosens him up. He feels respected. He feels good about himself. Now he's going to roll. He's going to open up to me. Hmm. That's, right. a, that's a good point. Yeah. You know, but... Howard Stern. I mean, I, I'm not a fan. Never uh, been a fan. Not not been a big fan. I can't believe I'm that much older than he is. <laughs> actor Oliver Platt turned 63. He's a great actor. Great actor. I thought he was playing older though when he was still yeah, young. Right. So a lot of people might think that that sounds young for him, but he was playing you know older roles when he was young, kind of like Angela Lansbury. Right. Was yeah. doing. Yeah. Uh, but Oliver Platt, 63. So your brother was dead. And you thought I had something to do with it. Hard time believing you wouldn't have come after me already. Well, you know, I got my own reasons for that, all right? Oh, yeah, I know. I heard you found God, and you're on the straight and narrow. Forgive and forget, and turn the other cheek, and all that Catholic school bull. You know what I think, Francis? I think it's a lot of crap. Well, there you go. How do you really feel, Oliver? Uh, (laughs) Our next fella is is kind of a local boy. Local guy, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, country Uh, music star. Ricky Van Shelton. 72. From a jack to a king With no regret I stacked the cards last night And lady luck played her hand just right To make me king of your heart Hit 10 number ones. Little Alta Vista boy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Good good singer. Uh, was good music. Was born in Danville. That's right. Ricky Van was. Uh, actor Farrah Fork, she is turning 56 years old. Uh, you may remember her from Adventures of Superman. Hi. Hi. I was in the neighborhood and thought we could go over some facts. Sure. Come on in. Just let me uh, throw a shirt on real quick. No. Um, I mean... Uh, uh, that's all right because if it would make you uncomfortable because it's you know it's it, it it's it's um it's very warm in here <laughs> it's 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 it, it's, it, it's, it's, it's 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 i never under i mean i i liked adventures in superman okay i never thought he was that sexy yeah. but obviously she did at least her character did uh singer dan Hesseltine of jars of clay's having a birthday today he's turning 51 years old she I want to fall in love with you. 
Get creep. It is getting hot in here. It, it's, yeah. it's warm. Uh, Welcome to my life. Okay. Uh, it's always oh. cold in here when I'm working, and it's a sauna in my studio. So uh, welcome well, to my life. Not in here in the mornings. It's it's usually The doors like are this. closed. That's why. I know. We're going to have to open those bad boys up because I don't think I can handle that. Uh, Sporty Spice having a birthday today. Melanie Chisholm, she is 50. She's the big 5 0. Yes. He just that doesn't sound like himself. Sporty Spice. <laughs> no, not at all. Not the Sporty Spice I remember. Well, you can tell. Mark Lamb, even when he's on vacation, still has his imprint on the show. Because if somebody's turning 50, he's playing that. He's playing that bit for sure. God, he didn't play it when I turned 50. He did. <laughs> he of course, that was over a quarter century ago. So. That, that could be why. Uh, let's go back to our Mind Jam trivia. 434-248-0704 is our number. Um, we're asking you about a physical trait this People morning. People who share this physical trait are more likely to be left-handed and can generate their own vitamin D. Wow. The ancient Greeks also thought they were more likely to become vampires. What trait are we talking about? We're going to tell you <laughs> when we come back here on the Morning Jam. I'm Janet Rose. Jeff Taylor sitting in for the vacationing Mark Lamb. The Morning Jam with Janet and Mark, 6 to 9 a.m. Turn on the Morning Jam with Janet and Mark. Let me entertain you. Let me do a few tricks. I'm very versatile. I want your spirits to climb. Let me entertain you. So were you a ginger or a Marianne kind of uh, guy? You know, I, I liked everybody. I, I really <laughs> did. I thought that was a wonderful show. They did some good things. You knew it was a stupid show. Right. I mean, you knew it was pr- you just practically went impossible. With it. You went with yeah. it just because of the humor. Yeah. You know, because the jokes were funny. And the jokes were written by, you know, some pretty good writers. And so. they were they were endearing characters, and you loved the characters. And well, it was everybody just... loved... Uh, 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 what's his name? Dobie Gillis's friend. Oh, oh yeah, uh, Gilligan. They love Gilligan. Well, it's um, Gilligan, but he he was something else on Bob the Dobie Gillis Denver. show. I don't know. Yeah, Bob Denver. Denver. I, don't I can't remember. remember. I didn't watch he was Dobie a hippie. Gillis. He was a hippie back oh, in the sixties right. when he beat Nick. yeah beatnik. That's it. That's mm-hmm. the one I think I could remember. You you have no idea what we're talking about, do you? I, mean, I didn't watch Nick. Toby Gillis, but I did watch I did watch Gilligan's oh, Island. Oh, I watched I know the kid. I know Gilligan's Island at least. You do, yes. But most people had a, a favorite, like even the women. They they like Marianne or they like Ginger. I could identify what more with Marianne. There were some that that liked uh, the old guy's wife. I mean, you know. <laughs> Mrs. Howell. Mrs. Howell. My dad liked Mrs. Howell. I remember that. Okay. Well, I mean, she was a she was an old Hollywood starlet. She was in a bunch of stuff. Yeah, but you know, he sure. was at the age where that was the kind of woman everybody wanted to marry. Oh, gotcha. All yeah. right. Well, it uh, the reason we were playing Ginger off of of I Gilgan's wonder Island. why. 
It's National Kiss the Ginger Day. Mwah. And it's the answer to our Mind Jam trivia. That's exactly right. What yeah. trait are we talking about? People mm-hmm. who share this physical trait are more likely to be left-handed and can generate their own vitamin D. Ancient Greeks also thought they were more likely to become vampires. I've never heard that before. I've never heard it either, but you know, it makes sense. I, yeah, I guess. I guess it does. Uh, when I think about redheads, I think about the uh, Mythbusters episode where they were trying to bust the myth that redheads could feel pain uh, more than brunettes or blondes. Yeah. And they actually confirmed that on the show. They, they uh, brought people in of all different you know, persuasions, and they would have to put their arm down into a bucket of ice water. And see how long they could they could Stand make it. it, right? And the redheads did not make it very long. No, especially the redheads with green eyes. That's mm. the rarest one. Okay. And uh, I'm trying to remember uh, where our, they our had little redhead has blue thing. eyes. Yeah, uh, she has blue eyes. But uh, but yeah, the redheads did not make it. The other thing, interesting thing, was uh, men had much less pain tolerance than the women, at least in this survey. As is normal. And what what the guys said, well, I guess that's why they have the babies. because, And that's why the guys are always terrible when they have colds. <laughs> well. I can't do anything. I'm will, dying. Will you fix me a bowl of soup? <laughs> oh, goodness. I get it. I wanted chicken noodle, not beef stew. Let's talk about your headlines. There's quite a few of those uh, this morning. We've got uh, Amber's County High School unveiling the... Um, the upgraded facilities in their new building expansion mm-hmm yep uh we've got uh, multiple campbell county neighborhoods under a water boil notice in due- new, new london area uh, yeah yeah so we've got that going on in national news in texas that's getting interesting that's getting that's that's becoming a battle of its own between states' rights and the federal government. Yeah, the Texas National Guard uh, seizes control of uh, a park there. They block the border patrol from entering in. They put up razor wire. Yeah, yeah. So we'll talk about that. Um, it seems like uh, Europe is is becoming on high alert. Sweden's defense ministry is uh warning to brace for war sending the public into a panic there not sure how useful that well, is that's that's because the united states and great britain have have attacked the hooty uh, folks that have been sending the missiles and and firing the uh, uh, uh what, what do they call them drones mm-hmm. yeah, at the different shipping entities in the in the gulf and so it's really an interesting situation because of that which is pretty terrifying when you think about you know our defense secretary is like laid up in the hospital and we don't know who's in charge anymore and we know biden's not in charge of his facilities this is not this is not great not a not a good situation Mm -mm. to be in at this point in time yeah yeah we uh had another uh a training exercise accident with our navy uh six people on board as a navy helicopter crashed during a training exercise there uh washington washington state democrats there proposing additional tax 
for the privilege of using ammunition. That's right, an ammunition tax. Isn't that timely? Yes, that is. That's an interesting situation. I guess there will be a lot of Second Amendment uh, stuff about that. You can own a gun, but you don't necessarily have to own ammunition in some people's eyes. Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know that now's the time to be bringing that up, well, but we'll see. Uh, you know, they're they're banning tackle football for youth in California. So if you high schools won't even be able to field football team in California if they do if they if they this passes doing flag football. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, they think that's the way to go. But flag foot, there are more injuries than flag football. You know why? Because you're not wearing protective gear, ah. and you're still doing some of the same hits and blocks and. Well, I mean, I will say I have a nephew. He's very gifted athlete, very gifted and uh broke his collarbone last you last know, you season, know last game of the season you know what sport quote unquote sport has the most injuries in in all of high school college it depends on if you're including uh cheerleading that's it i'm yeah. including cheerleading and that's yeah. the one and basketball is also the the injuries in basketball are rising very high are rising and yeah. but the cheerleading one's just phenomenal i mean there's more sports injuries well, i mean you think about it they have no protective gear they're flying up in the air and and you know stunts yeah they're doing their stunts they they absolutely are uh some other headlines that we'll touch on uh this morning of course uh, hunter biden pleading not guilty not me i didn't do it uh, right no doesn't I, apply not me. you know that didn't work for willie We'll see if it works for you. Yeah. Work well, for Al Sharpton, though. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, it depends. Right. I mean, you know, it depends. So It certainly would seem so. Uh, Roanoke Police investigating uh, a juvenile's false bomb threat. That's at Crystal Spring Elementary School. And then uh, Charlotte County Board Chairman is facing three felony counts for perjury. Yep. You got to fill out those forms just like you're supposed to. Yeah, exactly. All right, we've got WDBJ7 on the way. Matt Ferguson will have your forecast. Janet Rose and Jeff Taylor with you this morning with the Morning Jam. Thanks for joining us. And currently in Roanoke, it's 30 degrees there. In Lynchburg, uh, not quite 30. We're at 25 in Lynchburg, so definitely a little bit chillier there. And 25 in, in Danville, so... Uh, definitely definitely chiller chillier in uh, some of those some of those areas this morning so make sure you uh you bundle up cool baby cool uh, i know right uh here's the question though that everybody's wanting to know are we going to get that weather next week because everybody's kind of in that uh you know don't be telling me we're going to be getting snow because oh, let me see I've then got... we don't then we don't get it I got I've got the a notification here. There is a storm looming, for yeah, sure. Let, let me let me see if I can find this. But here. that but that last storm was kind of a big old well, flop. But it was the iffy thing. I remember one year they canceled the Christmas parade because they said they were going to get three I inches of that. snow, and it was beautiful on that day. So, but I'm trying to find the. Usually, the it's when they're not calling for that much that we really get it. Well, while you look that up, I'm going to. The double uh, whammy of two lows is when we really, really get snow. Mm-hmm. So, this, I don't think there's two lows there. So, Campbell County, there's a dozen neighborhoods uh, there who've been placed under a water boil notice. Um, this is uh, a notice to customers of the Campbell County Utilities and Service Authority Central System Water Works. Now, this is going to include. Uh, Town Fork, Author Drive, Gordon, Chesterfield, Little Crest, Crestside, Cresthaven, Holly Ridge Apartments, 
Buffalo Creek MHP, Austin Mill Road, Buffalo Mill Road, and Hunters Mill Subdivision. Uh, they are working along with the Virginia Department of Health, uh, advising residents to use boiled water, uh, tap water, or bottled water for drinking and cooking purposes as a precaution. Uh, this is necessary to repair a damaged water main. Uh, if you can't boil your tap water, an alternative method is to use liquid household bleach to disinfect water. Uh, it should be recently purchased free of additives and scents and should contain a hypochlorite solution of at least 5.25%. You know, they've changed so much of yeah, that. Yeah. Even vinegar isn't what it used to be. No. Some vinegars you buy, you can't. People were trying to, you know, make pickles and things like that. Discovering the acidity wasn't what it was supposed to be. You got to read the label on everything. Too too much uh, watering down of things. Right. That, you get a bottle of anything and it's got that deep well at the where you're at the bottom. You know, you can stick your thumb up in there. Shrinkflation. Yeah, shrinkflation. Yeah, that's exactly. Right. I found this snow alert. Okay. Expecting zero to eighty-five inches of snow starting Saturday, <laughs> Sunday, or Monday, maybe, but probably not happening at all. Stock up on all the necessities immediately and prepare for snow copolets, snow apocalypse, right. whatever it is, or a beautiful weekend. Either one is possible. Yes, that's the most accurate Virginia forecast I've ever heard. Right so, there. I mean, you know, and and that and I saw it. I saw that posted last last time, uh -huh. the last system that went through on the Roanoke uh, site. So, All right, you never know. Well, we talked about. I didn't think we were going to get that last just, one. Just just be ready. Go to the grocery store when there are not a ton of people and buy all the things you might need if something comes up. Like my like question the one. is, whose pantry is that depleted? Uh, you know, you got to go and buy 5,000 rolls of toilet paper and, <laughs> and 10 cases of bottled water. What always cracked me up was the milk and bread thing. I mean, what 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 is that? Well, you I know, you, you got can... you got and you got to get eggs too so you can make french toast. Ah, there you go. That has it. Uh, construction crews are continuing to make progress on the new building at Amherst County High School. School leaders are highlighting the new safety features uh, the building's going to have and efforts to keep students and, and uh, staff safer. Uh, during the board meeting last night, maintenance supervisor Gary Rokes provided an update on the construction for the new 44,000-square-foot auditorium, gym, and cafeteria. They've already mapped out how the new building will sit behind the current high school. Uh, the parking lot has been demoed. All the asphalt's been torn up behind the high school uh, in the old driver's wow. education parking lot. Hmm. Good old Gary Rokes. He, can't, he just can't retire, can he? Well, sometimes they don't let him re retire. They call him back to do something, and they end up getting a job. What's well, going to look different with this? Um, new building will have a larger cafeteria, new food court, updated technology for nutrition staff, a 1,400-seat auditorium for theater, a choral, and band productions. Inside the auditorium, uh, the band, choir groups, and theater will have separate rooms where they can practice, uh, which two students say is much needed. Um, I, I think there are a lot of people who are in agreement with that. I'm not really sure how that has to, what that has to do with the safety, but they do say that there are new security measures going in, uh, coming into play there, um, and that uh, that this new building is going to take all that into to consideration 40 some thousand square feet isn't it 44 yeah 
Yeah, they are putting in the 3M window film, um, which is you know one of the the protocols to to protect. That keeps the how sad keeps, that you need to even think about stuff like well, that. Well, you know, it's a world we live they in. They didn't I guess. think about it back when I was in school. We were worried about the uh, a bomb, right? Or if, I was just worried that the bomb threat was going to come while I was in gym. When when I was that in was, school, it was like just go in the hallway and cover your head with a book, and and you know and they didn't it, tell you to get under the desk. No, well that was a different one. You that know? was tornado. That was tornado. Yeah. We, we didn't go home. We uh, you know no 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 nobody went home. We didn't go home because it was raining hard or right. high water or yeah. whatever. You know we we uh, we toughed it out. Yeah, you t- you tuck Walk. cover your head. Oh, yeah. by the way, there's pizza for lunch. That's right. And we walked up and down and uh, corn. We walked all the way to school up up uphill uh, both all, ways, all, both <laughs> both ways, and barefooted. So exactly. I yeah. mean, I lived close enough to where I went home for lunch. Oh, nice. So you know, yeah, uh, I was in a far too rural area for that. So let's talk about these these strikes. You're more up on this than than I am. Uh, tell us exactly what. What's what's going on? Last night, um, the, the it was talked about on the news that there were possibly going to be these these Houthi strikes, these strikes against the Houthi uh, terrorists that were firing the missiles and stuff off, you know, to, uh, shipping against the shipping in the in the Mediterranean, the Red Sea, and that sort of stuff. So during the newscast, uh, it, they came back on and said, "Hey, this is happening right now." So we've made these uh, strikes. Um, it's a large-scale strike. Uh, we're, we're fighting against the Iran-backed militants. Um, so it, it, it's unleashed. They've unleashed that. I haven't heard very much more other than it's happening or it's been happening for the last 12 hours. Fighter jets and Tomahawk cruise missiles have launched from Navy ships and submarines, uh, for surface ships and submarines. And... Uh, these are the big Ohio class ones that can possibly carry nuclear weapons. So, mm-hmm. but I don't think they're shooting nuclear weapons at at anybody. Um, uh, it's it's a tough situation over in the Mid East, uh, uh, and the shipping they're attack uh, they're attacking the Houthis are attacking are mainly Israeli owned or partially Israeli owned uh, uh, interest. So that's what's interesting. That's what's drawing this together. They're trying to do this because the Israelis have attacked Gaza, and they're not taking into account Gaza attacked the Israelis first. So Mm. it's going to be an interesting situation because they were allowing workers to come across the border uh, to work uh, in Gaza. The the, uh, folks. And, you know, so we not only have that going on, but we also have the whole Russia Ukraine thing Russia, going on. Russia, Russia. And if you don't think that this is super serious, when you have Sweden sounding the alarm, yep. you know, Sweden, neutral, peaceful Sweden, uh, they're warning their citizens to brace for war. But NATO's gotten bigger. And if you attack a NATO country, we're going to be in full scale european theater war again and as that nation nears nato membership has prompted you know this call i don't think i've in my lifetime that uh we haven't been in war uh, to some degree World war ii korean war vietnam war um desert you know, storm been something yeah. something going on all the time 
uh, you know a lot of stuff we didn't know about especially in central america but you have to remember a country like sweden has been at peace for over 200 years sort of well when have they not been it i mean mean, they haven't had war on their land no well but they you know they they declared themselves neutral during world war ii but that didn't help but but even their civil defense minister yesterday said uh and i'm quoting here for a nation for whom peace has been a pleasant companion for 210 years the idea that it it is an immovable immovable constant is conveniently close at hand he said but take comfort in this conclusion um take but taking comfort in this conclusion has become more dangerous than it has before in a very long time the true words were never right yeah assume nothing that's correct many have said it before let me do it in the official capacity we are more plainly and with naked clarity there could be war in sweden Uh, the commander-in-chief the interesting thing is they actually know who the commander in chief is in Sweden. That's that's who's welcoming. running things. They know mean? who's running things. Yeah. That's that that's great. Um, General uh, Micah Biden, who visited the eastern front of Ukraine in December, spoke to the conference just on Sunday, warning Swedes to prepare mentally for the possibility of war, as their nation is just two steps short of NATO membership. That's right. That, that's the this is the whole that's the crux of the everything whole crux of everything we must understand how serious this situation really is and that people down to the individual level are preparing themselves mentally i find this refreshing that well, he is addressing his people in this way if you want to find out what it's like talk to somebody from ukraine yeah i mean it's it's tough it is very very tough he says he, it, it, his intent is not to worry people, uh, but it's to get people to think about their situation and their responsibilities. We need to be doing that in this country as well. Well, we have a, we have a large responsibility. But we're such babies in this country um, that people just want to, you know, play on their TikTok and hide their head in the sand and think the government's going to take care of them. At some point, that's not going to be an option. Well, and a lot of people haven't been to war. They haven't had war on their soil. They have no. They've never been inconvenienced, Jeff. Well, many people in our country it, since the twentieth century, yes, the nineteenth century, eighteenth century, yeah, yeah, a little different. Yeah, but there, but there are a lot of people, even people my age, who they don't know what it's like to be inconvenienced. You know, when the bombs start dropping, they'll know. I know. And then nobody's going to be ready, really. I mean... Even those of us who are trying to be ready aren't going to be ready. And we're not trying to scare anybody. No. We're just trying to talk about what the possibilities are. Yeah, and we can't be naive. And that's the reason you have to keep water in your house at all times in case you get a boiled water notice, but in case you get snow, in case right, you get exactly. ice. Right, exactly. That's right. I mean, that's why we do some of the shows that we do here on the on the at the station and that kind of thing hey we'll lighten it up a little bit we're going to go to break when we come back we'll have some friday funnies for you and so we'll you know we won't stay on the ledge yeah we'll have some of that coming up jeff taylor sitting in for mark lamb this morning on the morning jam Morning Jam with Janet and Mark. 
The Morning Jam with Janet and Mark, 6 to 9 a.m. So my 10 and 7-year-old were that age when we took them to Disney for the first time. And uh, we took them to Disney and SeaWorld for seven days. And I refer to these seven days like it were the seven days I spent in Vietnam. (laughs) I did seven days in the Orlando sun with Walt and Savannah and my wife Ashley and I still have flashbacks. We stayed at Animal Kingdom Lodge because I didn't want to ever have a savings account. And I heard probably a thousand times from my little 10 year old and seven year old so much garbage that I said, a million times, whoa, Savannah, there are other people staying in this hotel that don't want to hear all that from you. And they're like, but the ice cubes are shaped like Goofy and the, and the chocolate is shaped like Mickey and there's elephants that run through in the morning. I'm like, whoa, Savannah, there are other people staying in this hotel that don't want to hear all that from you. And my 10 year old Savannah's like, dad, I don't think they can hear us through the hall. <laughs> father is right. (laughs) There are other people staying in this hotel that don't want to hear all that from you. (laughs) So. Uh, I've been there, done that. I've never been to Disney. Do not have the desire. I used to feel bad about not taking my kids to to Disney. I used to feel guilty about that because a lot of of their friends were going. One time. One time we went, and we bought these tickets that the, the travel agent said, look, you get these tickets, and you don't use them all. I said, we can't go to all these places during all these days. And they said, well, you, these are lifetime tickets. Uh-huh. And they are. They're in a safe deposit box. But uh, I, I wonder if we went down there today, and they'd, they'd honor that. But that's that's what well, they I guess they would, That was the upsell back in the— I guess they would have to. The, back in the 80s, that was the upsell. I guess they would have to honor it. If it, if it says lifetime it says it on, on it. It says on the ticket, so. Right. I mean, my wife wouldn't look at them, and she said, yeah, it says them right on there. But it used to be that I would get I would get upset, and I would think, you know, am I, are my kids missing something because of that? And and then I, and I'm not a keep up with the Joneses kind of person. You know me yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty well. I'm really not that person. You still cook. I do. I do. I really do. Um, but it, it was one of those things that I used to beat myself up. And then now I hear these stories about it. I've got a, a girlfriend now who's planning a trip with her kids. And I'm like, I hope you know what you're doing. Our, our it's daughter, not the same Disney. Our daughter went in March and said she you know, she didn't, just didn't want to stand in line for two hours to do something. Right. And then, of course, we've had these stories about the horrible conditions and places at the park. Yeah. In certain places. Where there's, like, things on the ground that you do not want your children to be around. Um, people just aren't behaving well. Nope, they aren't. They're, in, they're in the not parts. behaving well at all. And I'm not going to put myself in that kind of debt for that kind of experience. Sorry. Not going to happen. Go. But I don't want to be negative with her. So I'm like, hey, if that's what you want to do. And we went in great. January. Mm. So, you know. My favorite time to travel is February. I love to travel in February. Yeah, but the the thing is, a lot of people take vacations in the winter now in January and February to Disney. Yeah, but how do you do that with your kids? Orlando's the fourth, number four in the the order of places visited by the most people. I mean, are we really in a place in this country where you can take your kids out of school for a week? They do. In February? People do. But I think it's irresponsible. 
well to do that if they're going to do that they might as well homeschool exactly yeah for sure well here's an interesting story out of texas and it it poses a a question that i want you all to answer for me text number is 434-248-0704 or you can call us 866-916-3776 if you had your choice of a hundred million dollars or free unlimited shopping for life at the Walmart, what would you pick? I'd pick the free unlimited shopping because I'd buy stuff and then put it on eBay and sell it. You can tell me we can go down to Walmart and get free stuff? What are you talking about, man? All kinds of free stuff. Trey, what would you pick? The million dollars? $100 million or the unlimited shopping? Probably $100 million. Because I don't, like, that means I would always have to go to Walmart to exactly. go shopping. Ding, ding, ding. That's but, why I wouldn't want it. But but they've got to limit it somehow. I mean, they've got to say one TV a day or, or you know, or so many groceries I, a day. I or, guess it depends. Like, I guess the, the judge would have to do that. The reason we're posing that question is. Yeah, like, this guy's going to win. Well, you know what? Stranger things have happened. Well, he may let's not make get it a that class action and hit I, me up. He may I'm, not get that award, but I'm glad I didn't spill my coffee from from uh, McDonald's in my lap. Exactly, this that lady won big, uh, big time. Texas man says that Walmart kind of targeted him as a shoplifter, and he's suing for the second time in three years, and he's seeking. $100 million in damages or free unlimited shopping at any of its stores for life. His name is Roderick Jackson. He's from Wascom, Texas. He has filed two handwritten complaints claiming he was suing Walmart for an incident that took place at a store in Omaha, Nebraska in March of 21. His first complaint was filed back in 21 claiming the exact same scenario an incident as his recent complaint that he has filed in 2023. In his complaint, he says he's uh, suing, although he spells it sewing. Um, That's probably AP. Uh, no, it, it says in, in quotation marks. Oh, really? I'm yeah. Sure. He is, he's sewing uh, for civil rights violations based on race and color. Wonder who his lawyer is. I don't know. Neither of the complaints went into extreme detail, but they say there was a false pretense of shoplifting. In addition to the money and shopping spree, he's asking Walmart to pay all court fees associated with the lawsuit. The response from Walmart was we do not tolerate discrimination of any kind. Mr. Jackson's allegations are almost identical identical to ones he filed against our company in 2021 that one was dismissed we intend to defend the company against these allegations once we've been properly served we'll quickly ask the courts to dismiss them uh, that are without merit sounds like donald trump yeah so so the next time they ask me for my receipt i'm going to say are you are you being prejudiced against me for shoplifting and uh because i've never done it and then i'm going to see if i can get some free stuff Mm. I think that's that's what you have to do, right? Yeah, I guess. I think that, that that's what a lot of other people are going to try to do now. That yeah, it, it's yeah. He's not giving up quietly, though, is he? No. He, he initially no. requested a hundred million and a huge credit for future shopping, but later changed it um, 
The complaint asked for $175 million in damages. That was dismissed that You're year. You're listening to the Virginia Talk Radio Network, 100.9 WIQO Forest and 106.3 WMNA-FM Greta Danville.